Welcome to this week's Future Toolbox podcast. We explore the Z to A of life skills, where each letter stands for a topic and essential tool to help you get ahead in life. Meet Jules and Mark, creators of the multi-award winning Future Toolbox, and enjoy their straightforward approach to creating growth mindsets that help people turn their dreams into realities. Whether you're a teen in education, a parent, a teacher, or part of a community group, start creating positive habits from today. Welcome to this week's ZA podcast with me, Jules, and Mark from the multi-award winning Future Toolbox. Within our podcasts, we pick a letter and a topic each week to discuss and show you how to use the tools to improve your own personal development and life. So Mark, tell us which letter we've chosen this week. We actually have a double-barreled one this week, but the letter is C for continuous learning. So it should actually be CL, really, shouldn't it? Should it should be CL. If somebody wants to be that pedantic. <laughs> but yes, it's C for continuous learning. And I think the important reason that we chose C is the word continuous. And that's what we're really going to talk about, isn't it? Why you should continually learn throughout your life. Yeah, so a lot of students have just finished exams now. Mm-hmm. And they'll be sitting there thinking, thank goodness that is over. (laughs) I don't have to go back and do my GCSEs or A-levels or my uni works handed in or whatever it may be that they're studying. But this is where a lot of people sit there and think, right, I don't have to learn now. Yes. And quite often for a little while, it is nice to have that break, isn't it? Oh, just a bit. Honestly, if you've just gone through that process, guys, enjoy the summer. Enjoy the summer. Enjoy the summer and chill out. However, this is a little dangerous moment because sometimes people go away, enjoy their summer, and then they get into the mindset that learning is all about exams and think, I never want to do exams again, so therefore I don't need to learn anymore. And this isn't the truth, is it? No, no, because whatever you go on to do, you will still need to learn various things. For example, if you go and get yourself a job, you need to learn how to do that job. There will be things in that job that you don't know (laughs) and you will have to learn. So life is about continuous learning, but it's not always exam-based, thankfully. You'll be pleased to know. So when I left school at age 16 with a couple of GCSEs, I pretty much subscribe to that mindset. I don't want to go back and I don't want to study anymore. I realised I was taking exams on things that I didn't really fully understand. So I chose to get myself a job and I went to work at Nationwide Building Society and I worked on the mortgage statement team and I had to learn quite a lot of stuff there. So I very quickly subscribed back into learning again. But what about you? How did you find school and then get back into continuous learning? School for me in the early days was brilliant because I valued what it was that I was learning and knew that it was something that I needed to do. But as it went on, I kind of unsubscribed to it because I found that I was learning things that I didn't feel was necessary. So I kind of lost interest a little bit. But like you, I left school at 16 and I went to work straight away. And from then onwards, found that to be able to do certain jobs, I needed to learn new skills. So the process of continuous learning began for me. So that's already taken us from traditional exams into work. And just to reiterate that learning isn't about taking an exam. That's just something that you're measured on. It's measured on your memory, I guess, when you're doing GCSEs. We've talked about that a lot in previous podcasts. But now we're in work. Mm. We're in learning mode where I got taught a lot of my early stuff on the job, so to speak. So somebody showed me how to sort mortgage statements and then I sorting mortgage statements then I progressed from there and started getting into banking and everything 
And then that moved us to a company called Start Enough, where my career progressed into actually helping people gain qualifications. And that's obviously where we met, wasn't it? <laughs> and then you were working on the training side yeah. and helping people develop through apprenticeships. That's right, yes. And helping them to gain some necessary skills that they didn't get at school to enable them to get their jobs, such as things like typing and word processing and basic office work, really. Even taught people how to make cup of tea. <laughs> we had one student, she was, bless her, she was 16 years old and never had made a cup of tea in her life. <laughs> I probably needed that training as well, didn't I? Did you, you, did. did you do the cup of tea dance when they used to learn how to make a <laughs> no, cup of tea? No, no, no. <laughs> you didn't teach them the cup of tea The dance. kitchen wasn't big enough. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and then when people would get their jobs, they would come back and do training back in the training centre or mm. in the workplace, where they work towards a qualification, but they wouldn't necessarily have an exam at the end of it. So an apprenticeship was portfolio-based and gathering evidence. Yes, yeah. It was assessment-based, wasn't it? So apprenticeships are a fantastic way to further your education and your skill evidence because you can earn whilst you're doing them. I just think they were just a fantastic qualification. But these days, there's so many ways to gain qualifications without having to maybe go to university full-time or college. There's open university, online courses, isn't there? Yeah, and you've done quite a few online studies as well. Yeah, in the last uh, few years, I've updated my qualifications, really. I think that's the best way to say it. Because I, I just think that for us to be able to do the job that we do within our business of Future Toolbox and giving you all these tools and techniques, we need to make sure that what we're saying and what we're doing is up to date. Keeping your qualifications current, I think is really, really important. So yeah, I did my master NLP course a few years ago, which is about psychology and basically mindsets. Yeah, after that one, I went on and I did a really interesting course on cognitive behavior therapy within mindfulness. And the reason that I did that is I went on a lot of mindfulness courses with a lady that joined us, Sarah from Lemonkind, and she taught me so many wonderful skills in mindfulness. I wanted to go on and further <laughs> learn some more on that. And then I went on and did a behavioural psychology course as well. So keeping myself nicely up to date so far. That's a fabulous array of qualifications. <laughs> it sounds really it? good, doesn't it? <laughs> but it is, and I totally, totally enjoy doing it as well. Yes, and you just said the word enjoyment there. And I guess as you go through life, whether you're taking a break from study or not, you're going to start finding things that you enjoy, and then it becomes easier to study them. Great example to use is setting up your own business like we did. Now, that was something that we hadn't taken business studies at school. I don't even think when I went to school that was something that was available. <laughs> I'm not sure. But we had to learn how to set up our own business and find out the different skills and tools that were needed to do that, didn't we? And quite recently, we've helped some students at Kingsthorpe Community College who are doing their business studies, haven't we? Yeah, that was a really fabulous project. It actually started in lockdown where we were asked to put together a programme about our business and they would actually study how we set our business up, what successes we have achieved and what pitfalls we've found as well. Mm. And it's been so rewarding doing this that we've actually gone back and repeated the programme for future year groups. But the wonderful thing is these guys are working towards a qualification where they're going to get a grade 
but they're actually learning whilst they're doing this qualification from some experts. Look at that, I'll call us <laughs> experts now. <laughs> but they were able to come in and ask us questions. They were able to gain insights from what things we've done really well and also things that we haven't done well, which has then given them real life experience. But as you are saying about setting up a business, we recently became a social enterprise or community interest company. We did. Now, that's slightly different from being mm. self-employed because self-employed, you can register yourself with HMRC through the government and then submit a tax return once a year. And I remember going on a understanding tax course <laughs> right at the start of that, which didn't really float my boat, but I learned a lot. Did you notice that Mark went on it and not both of us? <laughs> <laughs> you were still working full time, so I'll, I'll let you have that one. <laughs> But setting up a social enterprise is like having your own company. It's between being a limited company or being a charity. And there were a few little processes there which we didn't really understand. But from that, we enrolled onto the School of Social Entrepreneurs. We did. Which we're now fellows of. Yes. And the best thing I found about that was we were attending programmes face-to-face and online. But I learned so much from the other people Mm. that were in the room there. So this was nothing to do with studying the qualification. It was listening to other people speaking. It was talking to people who were a bit further down the line than me. Or it was also helping people that were only just starting up that didn't have the experience that I had. Also, by helping other people, you can learn as well. Absolutely. We were saying a bit earlier about different ways of learning. And within that, it's finding an expert in the field that you're trying to go into and learning from them. Ask them questions, study them. And this is exactly why we have our fellow director, Sally, who's been on various podcasts with us, to bring her expertise in. And we've learned a lot more about tax, about form filling, applying for grants, applying for funding, and all those things that maybe weren't major expertise for us. That's right. And I think when you're setting up your own business, you cannot be an expert in everything. You'll be an expert in the field that you've chosen to set your business up because that's why you're doing it, isn't it? But other things... You can't always be 100% knowledgeable on them. And that's where joining forces and finding somebody else that can do it and working with them, you need your little bit of a team, don't you? (laughs) Sally's our team. (laughs) So we've talked about school exams and all that serious stuff, GCSEs, A-levels, degrees. We've talked about learning at work, work work-based learning, post-16 education that we've got involved in. And we've also talked about continuous personal development, or CPD, if you like, acronyms. But what about fun stuff? Sometimes people forget that learning can be fun. What sort of fun things have we learned to do recently? Recently? I guess one of the best ones is paddleboarding. Love paddleboarding. (laughs) Yeah, you can't just grab a paddleboard, get on it and off you go, can you? (laughs) Without falling in about 20 times. There is a little bit of a skill there, and I think... We actually had a lesson many years ago when we were here in Lanzarote. Do you remember? Yeah. It was just something we were both quite quite keen to have a go at. So off we went with our surfboards. I remember carrying it down the beach and it was quite a windy day and the wind caught the end of my board, swung me around and I whacked some bloke's legs and he took him out. (laughs) So you learned how to carry a paddleboard first and not (laughs) take people out. That was number one lesson. But now we've got our own paddle boards and off we go, don't we love it? That was a great thing to learn. Now, obviously, we live in Lanzarote now and it's a Spanish island. And I've talked quite a lot about this before in the past, but for over a year now, I've been learning Spanish on a little app called Duolingo. 
I'm going to big up Duolingo because it's free, it's fun, <laughs> it's amazing. You get so much value from it. You can subscribe and upgrade, of course. But the thing I love about Duolingo and learning is it keeps me on track because it gives you a daily streak, mm. gives you little points, mm. and there's really pretty little characters on there that do some great <laughs> cheering when you get the right answer and they talk to you and they interact with you and everything so i love it but what that's taught me is not only the basics of spanish but it's also built my confidence up where i've had to take it a step further now we live here and yesterday when we were in a restaurant the food was amazing the waiter spoke really really good english but i just said to him esta mi comida favorito and his eyes lit up and he beamed because i said in spanish this is my favourite food. And I think because I've made that effort and had that confidence to actually compliment the chef and the service and the restaurant, he was really, really impressed. And then that built my confidence. That built your confidence. A little bit of live practice there. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a good thing. And we are actually going to take it a step further and have some Spanish lessons so that we can converse more in Spanish because it's good for us. And, And it's that whole developing yourself. We call it continuous learning, but... It's personal development, isn't it? And it's growing yourself as a person by learning these different things. Obviously, now we live in Lanzarote, that's something else we've had to learn, is how to live here. Because you don't actually have a course online that says, this is how you live in another country. Take this diploma, here's an exam at the end of it. So we've had to learn things like the different cultures here, even simple things like driving on the right side of the road, making sure that you know what to do in extremely hot weather because we do get hot weather in England but it's very different here shopping because a lot of the products are in Spanish so it's a good idea to understand the basics of Spanish so like the other day when I tried to buy porridge (laughs) you tried to buy porridge and then this week I opened a packet of what I thought was feta cheese and it was little like pastry parcels so you can make tiny little pasties it wasn't cheese at all (laughs) And what's really bizarre as well is that we know that uh, cheese is queso. Yeah, I don't know how I said it wrong. is feta in Spanish, but there you go. It looked like a block of feta cheese. So there's a lot of fun things to learn there, and they can only be learnt by experience, by trying, mm. and by talking to experts. So talking to our friends that have lived here for 20, 25 years, two years, three years, whatever. But also, as many listeners know, I'm a keen runner, and I've had to learn over the years different nutrition, different running techniques, what kit to wear, and all those things. But also, coming here, I've had to learn how to run in really hot temperatures, where there is absolutely no shade, because we don't have many trees on the island. No, no, we don't. And yeah, it is different. People that come here and begin running soon realise that it takes a bit of time to get used to because it's hotter it's drier sometimes it's really really windy as well here in Lanzarote isn't it and that's hard to try and run in it I struggle to run in the wind plus you have the volcanic trails as well instead of running on maybe grass or muddy fields which is one of my favorite surfaces to run on I don't have that anymore I have to run on rocks (laughs) so it is a little bit harder everything in life it's about your mindset how you approach things, isn't it? So whether you're running, paddleboarding, learning a new language, or you actually want to take on some further education and get a full-blown qualification with an exam at the end of it, having the right mindset is key, isn't it? So we call that one a study mindset. (laughs) (laughs) The study mindset is something we've taught a lot in workshops in schools as well, 
where people see study as pointless, boring and hard because they're working towards an exam, maybe in a qualification that they don't understand. And if we can change our mindset away from that, mm. oh, I did my exams at school, I didn't like that subject, so therefore all studying is boring. If we can change that away and make it fun or engage in something that we're interested in and see that we're working towards a goal, then that's real key. So that's my second tip, actually, is to look at your goals and think about what you actually want to achieve from it. Why are you studying that? Yeah, the why is the big thing, isn't it? Because it might be that what you're learning is going to take you to the next level within your job. It might give you a promotion, earn you some more money, or it might take you into, you're looking at trying to change the direction of what you're doing. So you need to learn some new skills to be able to apply for other jobs. So we've got two tips there. Change your mindset Yes. if you're feeling negative. Obviously, if you're feeling positive, don't change your mindset. (laughs) Keep positive. Yeah, get a study mindset where you're absolutely 100% on track. Second tip is the goal and the big why. But I think the third tip is to realise how amazing your brain is. They are. They're wonderful things. This is why we are huge advocates of continuous learning or personal development, as we call it. It's because... By doing that, it keeps your mind active and your mind loves to be active. It's like a muscle and it needs to be used. And the more you use it, the more that you can learn and almost like the bigger it becomes. And it doesn't actually become bigger, but it becomes denser. But the more you use your brain, the better it becomes. So by activating the brain, you could use the three learning styles, which is visual, auditory and kinesthetic. I think there are a few more that we can add in there, but let's keep it simple today. Now, I mentioned earlier Duolingo in Spanish. This hits these three learning styles because it's visual. You have nice graphics on there. And I like the little pretty characters, as I say. The next part is it's auditory because I speak to it, it speaks to me. Mm-hmm. Clever that, isn't it? And the last thing is kinesthetic because then you have to interact with it in order to get your daily streaks and your little rewards and everything. So if you can hit different learning styles, then that is going to get stuff lodged into your mind and make it enjoyable. It's also key to find out what your own learning style is. If you don't know that already, there's various ways of finding out so that you make sure that whatever it is that you're trying to learn, that you get it in the style that suits your learning. So the key message there is to make your learning and study easy and fun, like we do in Smart and Your Study. And this is perhaps the time for me to direct you to our website where you can find loads of tools for how to do this. So go to our website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk. And you can also follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. TikTok. Uh, Also go to our YouTube channel, where there are loads of videos. And you can find us on LinkedIn, because we are... Everywhere. (laughs) We are indeed. But we want to say a big thank you to everybody for listening again this week. And we look forward to catching you next week. Keep on learning, keep on developing yourselves, and keep being amazing. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for the Z2A of Life Skills with Jules and Mark of the Future Toolbox. Don't forget to head over to their website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk, where you can find lots of free resources, plus a host of books in the store, as well as subscribing to the membership site. Follow Future Toolbox Instagram, TikTok and Facebook at Future Toolbox and subscribe to their YouTube channel too.